Now, the making of a good compilation tape is a very subtle art. Are you ready? Yes. No, babe, are you ready? Do you know what a cassette is? Play it. Don't you want to hear what's next? I don't hear any music. I made that tape special for today. So, music? A show where we basically create a mixtape for you, like we did in the 90s. I just, I thought this tape was going to be a conversation stimulator. Cassette, cassette, cassette. Welcome to the mixtape. Every week we are serving up an hour-long mixtape. 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 90.3 KRNU, welcome to the mixtape. Every week we have a new mixtape, 10 songs, another mixtape made with love for you. And this week, our guest is Josh Odson, who is a producer for iHeartMedia in Omaha. What's your full title now? Full title is production director, on-air producer, uh, go-between, um, mule. Mule. I don't know if I can say mule. <laughs> audio mule? Yeah, audio mule. That's an amazing punk band. I feel like that has to happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So one of the things that I think is notable about you, Josh, just, you know, being a dope dude, but also, you know, a ton about movies. So we thought that the mixtape this week should have something to do with movies. So what did we decide on? Uh, we decided that because I could never get a date in high school and college that I watched a bunch of movies and we should use that to my benefit. Uh, movie soundtrack jams. Yes, the best songs from uh, movies, 80s, 90s. And today. And today. Now, most of these would probably not have been hits if they had not been associated with the film. There are a few exceptions. Yes, you, you immediately think of the movie and not, hmm, that was a great band. <laughs> and that's why we will start with Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> Sorry, Survivor. Wasn't Survivor, the lead singer of Survivor, the guy that did the uh, Real Men of Genius commercials later in life? Oh, wow. That's a great one-two resume right there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about Eye of the Tiger. What movie is it from? It is from Rocky Three, believe it or not. I, I had to go to multiple sources because I associate it with the first Rocky movie, but it's not in the first Rocky movie, apparently. Are you a fan of the Rocky movies? As a man, yes, I am uh, gender stereotyped into enjoying the Rocky movies. Okay. So Rocky Three, um, 1982, and Eye of the Tiger by Survivor came out, uh, what, like shortly after the movie, right? Yeah, it was on a, a Survivor album that nobody knows the name of, I'm sure, after the movie came out. Well, because that's what they always do, right? When the when the track is big, the soundtrack makes it big. The band's like, hey, we want to sell our album, too. So then they go ahead and put the uh, song on their album as well. But usually the album comes out after the soundtrack. So the people who really loved Eye of the Tiger, maybe they'll buy the Survivor album, but they'll probably just stick with the Rocky Three soundtrack. Yeah, it's not like today where you can just put it out there immediately. You had to plan and uh, wait. Like Rocky, there's a process. Exactly, yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen Rocky. I don't know. You haven't seen a Rocky movie? No. Oh. Really steering into my gender stereotype. <laughs> Mr. T, Hulk Hogan, acting? That doesn't do it for you? Maybe separately. <laughs> but together, no thanks. I, no thank you. So Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. Uh, what sticks out about this song, about any of the Rocky movies? Uh, well, for me personally... Um, this is a very inarticulate way to describe it, but it, it, it's that opening. It's that dun, dun, dun. It, it just, it's a massive earwig that eight hours later, you'll be walking down the hallway and just go, oh man, dun, dun, dun. I'm, I'm ready. I, I could run through a brick wall right now. Well, let's go run through a brick wall together. Here's Eye of the Tiger. It's Survivor on the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU.
90.3 KRNU. Welcome back to the mixtape. The mixtape this week with Josh Odson, and we are rocking movie soundtrack jams. These are all like so in the cultural zeitgeist. And we just heard Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone from Top Gun. Top Gun is a movie that, um, hot take, isn't great. Huh. But is it? Is it absolutely rewatchable? Is it quotable? Is it enjoyable? Yes, but it's not good. It's no cocktail. Well, obviously. <laughs> what is? <laughs> And volleyball montage. Where do you fall down on the volleyball montage? Uh, you know, another hot take. It is the best cinematic volleyball montage in existence. Mm. What I think is really interesting about Danger Zone, it's just not good. It's not a not one of Loggins' best. Uh, yeah, you know, Kenny Loggins, the soundtrack man, he did, what, Footloose? Footloose uh, was his biggest hit, yeah. Yeah, uh, It's All Right. I'm All Right, sorry. From Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Mm-hmm. And when you needed a hit for your movie... Uh, you call Kenny Loggins in the 80s. And- but you know what's funny? For Top Gun, they did not call Loggins. So they gave that song, Danger Zone. It was written. They gave it to Toto to do. Toto passed. Then they, gave it, right. to Bri- then they gave it to Brian Adams. No go for Brian Adams. Ario Speedwagon passed on it. Then they went to the venerable Corey Hart, who we will all remember from <laughs> Sunglasses at Night. He was a total one-hit wonder. And then finally, Kenny Loggins was offered it, and he was like, meh, okay. <laughs> I got nothing else going on. I got an afternoon. I mean, for, yeah, that's I'll bang it. This one out. But how is it that they didn't offer it to Kenny Loggins first? He was the soundtrack guy. Yeah, I mean... Did you not want to pay him? But, you know, it kind of is my favorite thing that they tried to avoid Kenny Loggins. Like, they were really trying to not go down that path. And yet, we all end up at Kenny Loggins, folks. It's just the reality. I'm not calling him. (laughs) K-Log's on the phone for you, sir. Damn it. All right. (laughs) Okay, so the next amazing movie soundtrack song is from uh, Back to the Future, which is my husband's favorite movie. Do you love Back to the Future maybe as much as Dan? Uh, I don't know if anyone loves Back to the Future as much as Dan, but uh, it is a part of Americana, Back to the Future. What are there? Are there three or four Back to the Futures? Are there, there are four? three. There are three. Okay. Three is garbage. Three is the Wild West one, right? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Three is not good, people. It's not good. You want to talk to Dan about that because he goes to bat for Back to the Future 3, and I think it's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> and Back to the Future 2, which one was that one? That's when they go to uh, the future. Biff's basically Donald Trump. Oh, no. I don't know where you got that comparison. <laughs> Is that my hot take of the day? (laughs) You've seen it. This song is one of those that is totally, it was written for the movie. I know it was, but it would very much just be at home in the Huey Lewis canon without Back to the Future. Yeah, it's an absolute bop. (laughs) So I feel like we got to end on it's an absolute bop. (laughs) It's Huey Lewis in the news, Power of Love on the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU.
afraid of no ghosts. KRNU, welcome back to the mixtape. This week's mixtape, 10 tracks. They are movies, soundtrack, songs that are just kind of like in all of our brains that the movie soundtrack would not be complete without this song, and the song is forever tied to the movie soundtrack. It's like a symbiotic relationship. And you just heard Ray Parker Jr., Ghostbusters. He ain't afraid of no ghost, Josh. And that's good. I mean, America was afraid of ghosts in the 80s, Mm -hmm. and Ray Parker Jr. really held our hands and got us through some tough times. Mm-hmm. There was something weird, and it didn't look good. <laughs> I don't know anybody who doesn't love original Ghostbusters. Uh, the internet loves the original Ghostbusters. I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> they don't like the remakes, though. No, no. How dare you touch Ghostbusters? <laughs> Ray Parker Jr. wrote the song, and he says he wrote it. He had a three-day deadline, and he had writer's block, and it was coming to the end, and he had this sort of like epiphany. He saw a cheesy local commercial and had an epiphany and decided that the song Ghostbusters for the soundtrack should be like an ad for the Ghostbusters. So he uh, got the melody from somewhere hmm, and (laughs) then wrote the song Ghostbusters and it went number one on the Billboard Hot 100. It was nominated for Best Original Song at the Grammys. It lost to Stevie Wonder, I Just Called to Say I Love You, which is, you know, objectively a better song. But there's something familiar about it. What might that thing be? Hmm. Hmm. It sounds like someone else. I can't quite put my (laughs) Huey Lewis on it. Oh, there it is. It sounds exactly like I want a new drug. And so Huey Lewis totally sued Ray Parker Jr. And Ray Parker Jr. is like, I don't know, man. I'm just a dude. I wrote one song. And it's your song. Look, this project was due at noon, okay? (laughs) Be cool, man. 
<laughs> okay, so speaking of songs written on a deadline, the next song on our amazing movie soundtracks mixtape with Josh Hodson is Prince, When Doves Cry from Purple Rain. This is one of those that even if it wasn't associated with that movie, it would just be a standalone hit. So the director asked Prince to write a song to match the scene because, of course, Purple Rain stars Prince. It's Prince's entire vehicle. It was the name of the album. Much like everything Prince did, it's all about Prince. So the director asked Prince to write a song to match this particular scene. And the next morning, Prince is like, here's two in however Prince sounds. I can't do a Prince imitation. Uh, Nor should you. No. So he had two songs to choose from, and one of them was When Doves Cry. Prince, synonymous with a lot of movies. I think of him when I think of uh, Pretty Woman. Mm-hmm. I think of him when I think of uh, the Batman movie with Michael Keaton. Uh, kids, there was a Batman before Christian Bale, and his name was Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. I recall that Batman. I also recall George Clooney Batman, but we don't have to talk about that if you don't want to. I mean, I could go on for hours about bat nipples, but I don't think we have the time. <laughs> So Purple Rain, Wind Doves Cry, that's where you will find this soundtrack. Here is Prince. It's the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU.
90.3 KRNU. Welcome back to the mixtape. We are doing 10 songs from movie soundtracks. The song is important to the soundtrack. It also kind of um, solidified that artist's presence in our mind and will be forever associated with the movie that it's on. And Josh Odson, who is a producer and production director at iHeartMedia in Omaha and probably the friend that knows the most about movies. I don't know anybody who knows as much about movies as you do, Josh. Thank you. Checks in the mail. <laughs> well, you're you're my guest today, and I'm so happy to be doing this mixtape with you, because if it was anybody else, we would just be like reenacting scenes from these movies, which is not really necessary. Oh, you know. is that an option? We can do that, too. <laughs> okay, we just heard Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me, from The Breakfast Club. Classic. Uh, Simple Minds sang that song, and most of us, that's the only song that we know. So we think of them. I was just about to ask that. I'm yeah, so we think about it as a one-hit wonder, but Simple Minds had a big, long career. They didn't want to do that song. Uh, the, the people who scored the Breakfast Club soundtrack wrote the song in the style of Simple Minds, hoping that... Jim Kerr from Simple Minds would agree to do it because the song sounded like Simple Minds. It was written specifically for Simple Minds, even though they had not agreed to do that at all. And they said no. So then they turned to Brian Ferry from Roxy Music, who's amazing, but would sound totally weird on that song. He said no. Then they went to Billy Idol. Um, Billy Idol did not get it and did not want to do it. And then uh, they turned to Corey Hart. Poor yeah. Corey Hart. I'm telling you, everybody wanted Corey Hart to be such a success. Like, we wanted this more than he wanted it for himself, clearly. I was just about to say, it sounds like Corey Hart didn't want to be a success. <laughs> I'm, not, nope. I'm not feeling it. Nope. I only do sunglasses-based music. <laughs> so if it's not about sunglasses or nighttime, then I'm not doing it. Then I'm not doing it. And then they went to Cy Curtin, who was the lead singer of The Fix, and The Fix didn't want to do it either. So, back to Simple Minds, and the A&R rep for the, for the songwriters or whoever got with Chrissy Hind, who was married to Jim Kerr. Chrissy Hind, of course, the Pretenders, and she's awesome. She was married to Jim Kerr from Simple Minds, and they were like, come on, Chrissy, tell him to do it. And so she did. And they did. And they recorded it and thought it was trash and immediately forgot about it until it became their biggest hit and the only song anybody knows them for. It's, it's a hard turn here. Make the hard turn with me to a land of braids that stick here and there everywhere with the braids. May, make a turn with me on the fantastic voyage that will end us up in the land of Coolio. What the hell is Coolio? I feel that's a question America's been asking for the last 20 to 30 years now. I think it was like 94 when Fantastic Voyage came out, something like that. And we were like, okay, this is Summer summer Jam, Summer Jam 94, Coolio. Absolutely. So they were trying to follow it up, and I think there was another single after that, maybe one, two, three, four. And then, oh, yes. yeah, you remember it now. I was one, far too young two, to be singing three, along with four. that. Don't get your woman on the floor. Ask her if she wants to be on the floor. Consent, <laughs> Coolio. So anyway, we've got to do a follow-up album now. And so Coolio's writing music, and he comes up with Gangsta's Paradise. And they think it's a good song, so they start marketing it, like shopping it around to to different soundtracks and end up on Dangerous Minds. Do you remember when Dangerous Minds came out? Like, I don't know the year offhand, but I remember <laughs> where Michelle Pfeiffer was going to school the kids. Yeah, she turned the chair around. Oh, she gets it. She's just like us. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then this Coolio song, Dangerous Minds, is on the soundtrack, or um, Gangsta's Paradise, excuse me, is on the soundtrack, and it was huge. Yeah, this is probably the least memorable movie on the list, I would say. Man, this song is amazing, and quite frankly, I don't think it's because of Coolio. I think it's because of LV. Yeah, he's the singer, right? The yeah. the the guy the who actually guy. does the sweaty guy. He's so sweaty. He was so sweaty in that video. <laughs> Shut the lights off, man. Just for a second. Like he was he was very sweaty. And they did that uh 80s portrait, JC Penny portrait thing where they had like a person in profile, right? LV in profile, <laughs> yes, pouring sweat. And then Coolio like in the shadows with his hair being his hair. And, and then cut in random scenes of Michelle Pfeiffer for no reason. Ugh. So you know it's from a movie. <laughs> Let's do Gangsta's Paradise. It's Coolio on 90.3 KRNU, the mixtape. 
as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. Me be treated like a punk, you know that's unheard of. You better watch how you're talking and where you're walking. Or you and your homies might be lying in chalk. I really hate the trip, but I gotta lope. As they croak, I see myself in the pistol smoke. Fool, I'm the kind of G the little homies wanna be like on my knees in the night, saying prayers in the streetlight. situation they got me facing i can't live a normal life i was raised by the state so i gotta be down with the hood team too much television watching got me chasing dreams i'm an educated fool with money on my mind got my tin in my hand and a gleam in my eye i'm a loped out gangster set tripping banker and my homies is down so don't arouse my anger fool death ain't nothing but a heartbeat away i'm living life do a die. what can i say I'm 23 now, but will I live to see 24 the way things are going? I don't know.
the night on the horizon. Bright light in the sight tight. Camera zoom on the impending doom. But then like boom, black suits fill the room up with the quickness. Talk with the witnesses. Hypnotize up, normalize up. Vivid memories turn to fantasies. Ain't no MIBs, can I please? Do what we say, that's the way we kick it. Yeah, I mean? A super noisy cricket get wicked on you. With your first, last, and only line of defense against the worst scum of the universe. So don't fear us, cheer us. If you ever get near us, don't jeer us. We're fearless, and my bees freezing up all flat. Yes, Men in black, uh, and. Welcome back to the mixtape, your 10-song mixtape this week, brought to you by Josh Odson, who is a producer and production director at iHeartMedia in Omaha and the resident movie guru, at least in my life. Where do people follow you on Twitter, Josh? At producer underscore Josh. Will Smith, Men in Black. We went to Disney over Christmas and we went on the Men in Black ride, which seems so played out and so like, what year is it that that is still a thing? But it was really good. And I had forgotten about what a huge deal that was when it came out. Oh, Men in Black was a massive hit movie. Summer of 97. Huge blockbuster for the summer. Will Smith has done a bunch of those. He, he likes a summer blockbuster. Yeah, he was the guy. I mean, Independence Day, um, I think Bad Boys was a summer movie, mm-hmm. uh, Horse Wild Wild West. Oh, no. <laughs> Men in Black, though, it was a big deal. It was a it was a huge movie. It starred a pug, which I think is always fun. Everybody likes that. <laughs> and Tommy Lee Jones. The pug got better billing than Tommy Lee Jones. You, you got to choose an uglier dog if you don't want it to have top billing. It's a very cute dog. So 96 was a huge year for soundtracks, but the biggest soundtrack of 1996 was Space Jam. I assume you have rewatched Space Jam recently because of The Last Dance. Yeah, uh, I was disappointed there was not enough Space Jam material in The Last Dance. I understand they had a story to tell and only 10 hours to tell it. Well, but they were mostly it was just like complaining about Space Jam, like Space Jam took up so much of Michael Jordan's time. He was tired, and it was all—it was a reconnaissance mission. Space Jam was just a reconnaissance mission. It's a brisk eighty minutes, I think. Uh, you know, <laughs> even if you hate it, it doesn't take up much of your time. It was a '90s moment. Uh, I don't want to talk too much about R. Kelly for all of the reasons. All of the reasons. But I will say that the first single released off of the Space Jam soundtrack, and it had a lot of singles released, like six. Yeah, there were a number of ways I could have went with this. I mean, I could have picked Buggin' from Bugs Bunny. I went with D'Angelo, Monica, salt and Peppa. The first one, the first single they released was the uh, seal cover of Fly Like an Eagle, one of the worst Steve Miller Band songs. <laughs> and again, I don't want to talk about R. Kelly because he's terrible, but the song 
itself was wonderful and inspirational and sort of the perfect thing for Space Jam. So here we go. I believe I can fly. It's the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU. Touch 
could stay awake just to hear you breathing. Watch you smile while you are sleeping, while you're far away dreaming. I could spend my life in this sweet surrender. I could stay lost in this moment. you welcome back to the mixtape 10 songs myself and a guest and this week the guest is josh odson who is a producer and a production director and a mule as we established earlier in the show from iHeartMedia in omaha and i'm super super thrilled that you're able to talk about all these movies with us because the mixtape this week is great 10 songs from movie soundtracks that are so tied to the movie soundtrack that they can never be fully teased out yeah this this last one especially Aerosmith, I don't want to miss a thing from the Armageddon soundtrack. 
That song was written by Diane Warren. And I want to take a beat to talk about Diane Warren and her amazing songwriting and frankly contribution to all of these crazy soundtracks over the years like these huge hits she wrote nothing's gonna stop us now from mannequin which great start um she wrote because you loved me from up close and personal she wrote how do i live which one the leanne rhymes and then who else did that one was it trisha yearwood it was it was it's trisha trisha and i I I debated with my wife for a very long time if I could put How Do I Live above the 10 other songs that I selected because I wanted to. (laughs) Okay, so uh, Aerosmith, I don't want to miss a thing from the Armageddon soundtrack written by Diane Warren, specifically written for Aerosmith to perform because, of course, Steven Tyler is in Aerosmith and Liv Tyler is in Armageddon. Did you like Armageddon when it came out? I still to this day love Armageddon. It is in the pantheon with Con Air as a terrible movie that I enjoy. (laughs) Was it the animal crackers on the belly thing? That's true love right there. I liked Armageddon. It is very cheesy. You're right. It is a terrible movie, but also like a a good movie. It's good. And it was a summer blockbuster as well. Also 96, right? Oh, I think that was 98. Was it 98? Yeah, Deep Impact came out in May, Armageddon came out in June, and the only correct answer to which uh, Meteor versus Planet movie is superior is Armageddon. I will hear no other argument. Fair. Neither will Aerosmith. So there's that. (laughs) Josh, you are the best for hanging out and being on our 10-song mixtape. I love it so much, and I love you so much. Well, Well, I love you too. I think we should mention that this is the only number one song Aerosmith has ever had. Stop it. it. It's true. That makes me very happy. You can find our 10-song mixtape on Twitter at the Mixtape KRNU. Of course, we will have a new mixtape for you next week right here on 90.3 KRNU and krnu.unl.edu. Josh Odson, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I'd love to do it again. We'll talk to you next week. Interrupting all programs.